this is the Havala Cunnington podcast, and this is Havala Cunnington. Yes, you might hear the low roar of my dishwasher behind this podcast, but let's be honest, even when we're doing fun things, life, it just doesn't stop. And I have missed you so much. If you've been following our life a little bit, you'll know that I was on the road for the majority of October and had the privilege of going on a Bethel music tour to be uh, to, to speak and then also to MC the evenings. And I had so much fun, but the truth is I love being home. Is anybody like that? The older I get, the more I just miss it. I miss my bed. I love my pillow. I want my kids. I want my husband. It's just how life works. I am, well, I got married and had kids so that I could be around them, and I love it. So it's good to be home. I've had a fire going most days, candles lit, Christmas music playing, and I'm busy writing, writing, writing. But today I want to talk to you about one of the things that's helped me along the way to being more productive. Uh, I've been studying this a lot. I want to know how to be more productive. I think my life is not going to slow down. Is anybody like me? Unless I retire or which would be, um, I would not have any money to retire. I would have to um, go live on an island and cut my own coconuts down and (laughs) eat off the food that's there. But ultimately, I don't have, well, I don't have a an end to this crazy life. In fact, the boys are getting older, sports are happening, more dishes, more laundry, more activities. And even though I have a really strong no in my life, I still have to say yes to a lot of things. So I've been studying a lot about how to figure out ways to grow my capacity, to to work smarter, not harder, right? To get the things in our life Uh, established. And so I've been reading a couple books on neurology and learning about habits and patterns. I've been listening to podcasts about this as well. I love the study of psychology. In fact, someone once said to me, Havala, you should have either been a psychologist or a marketing director. And I think they're right. I probably would have landed in one of those fields. But trust me, I love what I do and I feel called to do what I do. But I've been learning about how do we grow in our capacity. Um, I know that my, hmm, I guess my IQ isn't going to get stronger. I am what I am. God gave me what I have. Um, My ability to run off and study and be in school. Well, I have four boys that I want to nurture and love. And so the longer they're here, the older I get and the less, well, the age, I'm aging. Is anybody else, can I get an amen as you're listening to this? So One of the things that I've learned that I'm really excited about is that everyone on paper has almost the same capacity to hold a certain amount of information. Neurologists would say that we have about three to four pages of information that our brain can hold consistently, which is interesting because even though we think we're learning more, reading more, we have more coming at us. They, they kind of relate it to the fact that whatever's on those pages is all we can remember. And the moment new information comes into our life, well, old, some of the information we have kind of gets bumped off. It's like there's only so much room on the table. And when something comes our way, well, something has to go. Uh, have you ever been working on a project 
and you're really excited about it and maybe you're reading something interesting or you're having a conversation and then something interrupts you, whether it's a text message or someone runs in and says, I don't, I can't find my shoes or maybe it's an email and immediately we are pulled to that information. We're pulled to the, to the interruption. And when you go back to work on the project or read what you were reading or talk about what you're talking about, you, you've lost your place. You can't remember exactly where you were. Well, that's really normal because when that new information came in, that person interrupted you, that email popped up, well, your brain dumped what you were working on to grab a hold of that new information. So we don't have the capacity to hold on to all of that, which I know can feel a little overwhelming, but the thought is that we only have so much capacity and that should give us permission to live with that capacity. Now, the only way to grow your capacity is to go from what's in front of you and the discipline of learning what's in front of you or ordering your life to something that's a higher capacity and that is habits. Things in our life that are automated allow us not to have to keep them on the forefront of our brain. How many of you know, no one is standing over you as an adult and telling you how to brush your teeth. And you're not looking every time you grab your toothbrush, you're not thinking I should move my toothbrush up and down, up and down, around, around, brush my, brush my tongue, brush my gums. No, no, it's all automatic. When we take a shower, how many of you have ever taken a shower and you remember getting in the shower and you remember getting out of the shower, but you weren't taking yourself through each step, grab the shampoo, scrub this amount of time, rinse it out. You weren't going through that because it's automated. It's automatic. It's gone into your habit forming capacity. And now you don't have to think about it. So this is what happens in our life. And I would say those that are highly disciplined, maybe even have some sense of high education or are just overall a healthy person, they have a lot of things that they do that's gone into their habits. It's no longer part of something they have to think about doing. They have to keep in front of them. They are focusing on, no, it's become a habit. See, those that live healthy, they just eat um, healthy habitually. They work out. They, they don't even think about it. Of course, I'm going to work out. Of course, I'm going to manage my accounts. Of course, I'm going to respond. Of course, I'm going to read. There's just this automatic part of them where they just have a habit of doing the healthy thing, which allows them to learn new things. Now, that's wonderful. That's our brain. That's how God created us. But it reminds me of this passage in the Bible where Paul is talking, and he's talking about reaping and sowing. He's talking about how we live our lives. And it's in Galatians 6, chapter 7, but he talks about that. It says this, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he shall also reap. Have you ever heard that? Sowing and reaping is a law of God. You can't change it. The truth is that's God's system and that's how he operates. That's how he teaches us is if you jump off a building, you're probably not going to be saved. You're probably going to die. Um, if you, you know, uh, go grow a tree uh, for fruit and you water it and you have enough adequate sunlight, well, guess what? You're going to reap fruit. That's just part of how God's system works. Uh, it's something we can feel confident in. Could you imagine if you planted a fruit tree and you never knew what you were going to get, whether it was going to be apples or oranges, the oranges or, you know, whatever it is. No, no, there's a consistency in his kingdom that allows us to relax and trust the process. Well, 
in this scripture, he's God saying, or excuse me, Paul's saying through, uh, God is saying through Paul, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Well, when you look at that word, uh, sow, uh, in the Greek, it actually means uh, to do something over and over and over. Uh, it actually, uh, it doesn't just talk about one time or one single moment, one time of sowing, one time of giving. It actually means that there's a habitual sowing, sowing, sowing. You do it over and over and over and over, and eventually you reap a harvest. Well, if you think about it and what we just learned When we begin to do the right thing, what God's called us to do in our lives, and we do it over and over and over, it becomes a habit. We habitually sow the good things in our life. We habitually sow the word of God in our life, Uh, what he says about us, what he says about the world. Uh, we, We grow in these kind of habits that allow us to live fruitful, healthy, faith filled lives. Well, this is where God wants to take us in our life. Not that we would have to think every day. Gosh, I'm going to get my Bible out and I'm going to read and I'm going to try to get this in my head. I'm going to try to get this in my heart. I'm going to try to figure out what God's saying, but that we would actually have a habit that every moment we would wake up, we'd say, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? There would be a habit of getting the word in us, whether it's every time we take a shower, we listen to scripture or every time we drive carpool, we listen to a message or every time, uh, you know, at night we put worship music on to go to bed. We're getting the word around us, which helps get it in us. And so today I want you to think about ways that you can put a habit of the word in your life, a habit of getting the things that God's thinking about around you to build that habitual process of getting God's word in you. And I believe those things will become automatic and we won't have to look around and say, how am I going to do this? And how am I going to do this? And how am I going to fit the word in my life again? Well, you're going to do it by habit. Now, if you like this and you think, gosh, I would love to get the habit more in my life. I need more teachings and training. I want you to head over to truthtotable.com, truthtotable.com. Right now we have a live study that's completely free and you can tune in and it will walk you through that study to get the word in your life. We want to research you and help you. Uh, Another thing you can do is go over to uh, the Bible Gateway on an app and you can listen to the word for free on your iPad or your phone or on your computer. We want to get the word inside of you. I'm so glad you're listening today. I love you. I've missed you. I cannot wait connect with you next time.